Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Leviticus chapter 14 from the Jesus Bible and Abbey edition. We're going to review key takeaways and end our session with a prayer. Leviticus chapter 14. Cleansing from defiling skin diseases. The Lord said to Moses, These are the regulations for any deceased person at the time of the ceremonial cleansing. When they are brought to the priest, the priest is to go out the camp and examine them. If they have been healed of their defiling skin disease, the priest should order that two live clean birds and some cedar wood, scarlet yarn, and hyssop be brought for the person to be cleansed. Then the priest should order that one of the birds be killed over fresh water in a clay pot. Is then to take the live bird and dip it, together with the cedar wood, the scarlet yarn, and the hyssop, into the blood of the bird that was killed over the fresh water. Seven times he should sprinkle the one to be cleansed of the defiling disease, and then pronounce them clean. After that, he is to release the live bird in the open field. The person to be cleansed must wash their clothes, shave all their hair, and bathe with water. Then they will be ceremonially clean. After this, they may come into the camp, but they must stay outside their tent for seven days. On the seventh day, they must shave off all the hair. They must shave their head, their beard, eyebrows, and the rest of the hair. They must wash their clothes and bathe themselves with water, and they will be clean. On the eighth day, they will bring two male lambs and one ewe lamb, a year old, each without defect, along with three-tenths of an epath of the finest flour mixed with olive oil for a grain offering and one log of oil. The priest who pronounces them clean shall present both the one to be cleansed and their offering before the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting. Then the priest is to take one of the man lambs and offer it as a guilt offering along with the log of oil. He shall wave them before the Lord as a wave offering. He is to slaughter the lamb in the sanctuary area where the sin offering and the burnt offering are slaughtered. Like the sin offering, the guilt offering belongs to the priest. It is most holy. The priest is to take some of the blood of the guilt offering and put it on the lobe of the right ear of one to be cleansed, on the thumb of the right hand, and on the big toe of the right foot. The priest should then take some of the log of oil, pour it in the palm of his own left hand, dip his right forefinger into the oil in his palm, and with his finger sprinkle some of it before the Lord seven times. The priest is to put some of the oil remaining in his palm, and the lobe of the right ear of one of the to be cleansed, and the thumb of their right hand, and the big toe of their right foot, on top of the blood of the guilt offering. The rest of the oil in his palm, the priest should put on the head of the one to be cleansed and make atonement for them before the Lord. Then the priest should sacrifice the sin offering and make atonement for the one to be cleansed from their uncleanness. After that, the priest should slaughter the burnt offering and offer it on the altar together with the grain offering and make atonement for them and they will be clean. If however they are poor and cannot afford these, they must take one male lamb as a guilt offering to be wiped to make atonement for them, together with a tenth of an epath of the finest flour mixed with olive oil for a grain offering, a log of oil, and two doves or two young pigeons such as they can afford, one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. On the eighth day they must bring them for their cleansing to the priest at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Before the Lord, the priest would take the lamb for the guilt offering together with a log of oil, and wave them before the Lord as a wave offering. He should slaughter the lamb for the guilt offering and take some of its blood and put it on the lobe of the right ear of one to be cleansed on the thumb of the right hand and on the big toe of the right foot. The priest is to pour some of the oil into the palm of his own left hand, and with his right forefinger sprinkle some of the oil from his palm seven times before the Lord. Some of the oil on his palm he is to put on the same places he put the blood of the guilt offering on the lobe of the right ear of the one to be cleansed 
on the thumb of their right hand and on the big toe of their right foot. The west are the oil on his palm, and the priest should put on the head of the one to be cleansed, to make atonement for them before the Lord. Then he should sacrifice the doves or the young pigeons, such as the person can afford, one as a sin offering, the other as a burnt offering, together with a grain offering. In this way the priest will make atonement before the Lord on behalf of the one to be cleansed. These are the regulations for anyone who has a defiling skin disease and cannot afford the regular offering for their cleansing. Cleansing from defiling molds. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, When you enter the land of Canaan, which I am giving you as your possession, and I put a spreading mold in the house in that land, the owner of the house must go and tell the priest, I have seen something that looks like a defiling mold in my house. The priest is to order the house to be empty before he goes in to examine the mold, so that nothing in the house will be pronounced unclean. After this, the priest is to go in and inspect the house. He is to examine the mold on the walls, and if it has greenish or reddish depressions that appear to be deeper than the surface of the wall, the priest should go out the doorway of the house and close it up for seven days. On the seventh day, the priest should return to inspect the house. If the mold has spread in the walls, he is to order that the contaminated stones be torn out and thrown into an unclean place outside the town. He must have all the inside walls of the house scraped and the material that if scraped off, dumped into an unclean place outside the town. Then they are to take other stones to replace these and take new clay and plaster the house. If the defiling mold appears in the house after the stones have been torn out and the house scraped and plastered, the priest is to go and examine it. And if the mold has spread in the house, it is a persistent defiling mold. The house is unclean. It must be turned down, its stone timbers and all the plaster, and take them out of the town and to an unclean place. Anyone who goes into the house while it is closed up will be unclean till evening. Anyone who sleeps or eats in the house must wash their clothes. But if the priest comes to examine it and the mold has not spread after the house has been plastered, he should pronounce the house clean because the defiling mold is gone. To purify the house, he is to take two birds and some cedar wood, scarlet yarn, and hyssop. He should kill one of the birds over fresh water in a clay pot. Then he is to take the cedar wood, the hyssop, and the scarlet yarn, and the live bird, dip them into the blood of the dead bird in the fresh water, and sprinkle the house seven times. He should purify the house with the bird's blood, the fresh water, the live bird, the cedar wood, the hyssop, and the scarlet yarn. Then he is to release the live bird in the open fields outside the town. In this way he will make atonement for the house, and it will be clean. These are the regulations for any defiling skin disease, for a sore, for defiling molds in fabric or in the house, and for a swelling, a rash, or a shiny spot, to determine when someone is clean or unclean. These are the regulations for defiling skin diseases and defiling mold. This is the end of Leviticus chapter 14. So again, we see a very long list of what to do in terms of trying to decide whether a skin has been defiled or not, whether something has mold or doesn't, uh, whether a fabric or a house, and the steps to take to clean it. So let us pray. Father God, thank you so much for giving us your word. Thank you for showing us how much you care for us and for giving us the way out when we are unclean. In the New Testament, in uh, the new medicine, a lot of these things don't apply, but our hearts are, are still unclean. And so teach us to isolate that sin, to excavate it, to carve it out, to throw it out, and to let our heart mend and heal and just continue in our spiritual life to inspect our bodies on a continual basis, inspect our hearts, and make sure that we are clean of heart 
and that our motives are pure and clean. And if not, that we go to you, Lord, that we reach out to Jesus, our Savior, for salvation, for repentance, so that we can be, again, made righteous in front of you, Lord. So thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for saving us, Father God. Thank you for giving your only Son to make the ultimate sacrifice so that we could atone our sins and be free of any uncleanliness inside of of our hearts, inside of our spirit. Lord, we ask that you send the Holy Spirit to be with us always. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretations of Leviticus chapter 14. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.